Everyone I know wears masks. I can't think of anyone I know who's not wearing masks, but I know a lot of people in this country are not wearing masks with regard to the pandemic. The people that I know consistently ask, why don't they wear masks? My question to you is, do you really want to know the answer or do you simply want to voice your, I don't know, frustration or feeling superior? Is your goal to save lives? Is your goal to influence people? Because if that's the case, getting the answer to that question is very important and changing our strategy from browbeating them and saying it's, well, that's what I want to talk about. Leadership through empathy. Leading people by, you have to meet them where they are. You have to go where they are. Not where you are, not where you want them to be, not where you think they should be, but where they are. So let's look at why don't people who don't wear masks not wear masks? Now, I can't, there's hundreds of millions of people probably who don't or who avoid it. I can't speak to all of them, but I can speak, I believe, to a lot of them. So for example, recently in the news, Mark Meadows who's in the White House, Ben Carson in the White House, both tested positive. As far as I know, the U.S. is spreading the virus, maybe the most in the world, very high up there. The White House itself has more infections, I think, than Vietnam. In fact, I think Vietnam or Australia, I was reading, has no new cases from within the country. I think there are people who arrive there and then in quarantine, they have to stay quarantined. But I think there, if Ben Carson has it, I think there are more people in Ben Carson with COVID than in Vietnam. I hope that came across as a joke. Anyway, masks halt the spread. This, I believe, science has demonstrated conclusively. Many people who do wear masks say it's tragic that it's become political. But even so, they say it's just a piece of cloth. Just wear it. I have a quote here from Biden himself. A mask is not a political statement, he says, but it is a good way to start bringing America back together. The goal is to get back to normal as fast as possible. From a leadership perspective, I believe he could not be more counterproductive or, for that matter, more insensitive and insulting. He was just elected president-elect of the United States, so maybe he knows more about leadership than I do. But I'm not sure because half the country really is opposed to him. Leading people, influence, persuasion, these things depend on the person being led, not your opinion, how they feel. You have to go to where they are. This requires empathy, which saying it's just a piece of cloth shows none of they're not not wearing it because they think it's not a piece of cloth. They know that. On the contrary, not showing that you get where they are generally shows the opposite. It's, it sounds to them like you imposing your values on them, despite not knowing theirs. Nobody likes their values misunderstood and then told what to do against those values. Let's consider someone who views wearing a mask or not wearing a mask as a freedom issue. Have you considered their perspective? I'm not one of them, so I can't say for sure. They know science works at least to some degree. They drive internal combustion engine cars. They use computers. I think that they get it. They're not idiots. And treating them like idiots, I think they will think, you think I'm an idiot. I'm not an idiot, so I'm not going to listen to you. They also know, at least some of them, at least this class that I'm, that I'm thinking of, they know that scientists make mistakes. Scientists and their results have been used for nefarious purposes. And people retract their results. So even when right, scientists change their opinions and regret past decisions. And I put to you, whatever your confidence in science, I have a PhD in physics. I have several patents. I've helped launch a satellite. I work on sustainability. I like science. I love science. I get it pretty well. I also know its limits. Science does not give you answers. It gives you inputs that inform your decision-making process, which that is based on your values, and that is outside science. Math and logic take you from your starting points, your axioms, to conclusions. But those starting points start outside science and math. 
my big example here is Euclid. Euclid, his elements, he began his elements, started with a few axioms about points and lines, and then he concluded all this other stuff. He can't prove those axioms. He only shows what they generate. Those axioms are the starting point. They're like our values. You start with your values, and then you come to conclusions. But those values are not themselves the product of science. In fact, going back to Euclid, when they thought to change one of his axioms, they got non-Euclidean geometry, which is one of the great advances in math. My point there is that you can't prove the starting points. You have to start with something outside the system. So you are using science as an input to your decisions, but ultimately you're acting on your values. So are they. If you act like it's just science, you're neglecting that you are trying to impose your values on them. They can feel it. They can sense it. I can tell. Let's look at some things that science has gotten wrong. Again, you may think now is different, that now scientists get it. But the science at the time of these other things I'm about to say, they didn't know that they would later be proved off. There's eugenics that supported racism. There was phrenology to feel the bumps on your head and think that had something to do with it. Actually, it kind of made sense. Why shouldn't bumps on your head tell you what part of the brain underneath was more developed? It kind of makes sense. Scientists thought the Earth was flat. Scientists thought the Earth was at the center of the universe. Even someone who rejects evolution knows that evolution evolved from Lamarck, which we now say is wrong. Einstein regretted that his work helped create the atomic bomb. Many scientists who worked on the Manhattan Project at least had second thoughts about contributing to it. They were even fighting Hitler and Imperial Japan. They got swept up to do something beyond what they realized. This idea of not seeing beyond what they realized is important. Many scientists and, and engineers don't consider the consequences of their work. This neglecting to realize unintended side effects is a major thrust of my sustainability work. I can't tell you how many scientific or engineering discoveries or so-called advances led to something that seemed like it would be an advance and the unintended side effects were greater than the intended effects. Most efforts at efficiency, for example, are net increasing pollution and waste in today's world. I consider it a totally fair starting point, even if someone agrees with the science to say, I see the science, but that's not the final word. It's an input to the decision-making process. Let's see where it leads. From this perspective, someone saying it's just a piece of cloth sounds ignorant. They have not considered the, where the science could lead. Where could it lead? If I don't empathize, I get nowhere asking that question of where it could lead. If I do empathize, I can see many concerns. One is that leftists want power. Do I think so? Well, it seems like people on the left, people on the right all want power. But people on the right see people on the left as wanting power. They don't do themselves what they tell others to do even on science. So they probably have ulterior motives. That seems to make sense. Al Gore, Leonardo DiCaprio, they fly and pollute more than almost anyone while telling me, they would think, to sacrifice. It would seem from that perspective that if they're telling me to do something that they themselves are not doing, they probably don't believe what they're saying themselves. A common perspective from people on the right is to say that people on the left may not realize it. Maybe they think they're trying to help people, but they're inadvertently or overtly trying to concentrate power in the state and we've seen over and over where that leads. Stalinism, for example, and all that it results in. The people who started communism, this is the view of people on the right, I believe. The people who started communism and all we fought in the Cold War thought that they were creating utopias. They were naive and didn't see what they were creating. From their perspective, individual freedom protects us from such outcomes. I'm not saying that I agree with this, but that perspective doesn't seem to me crazy. Now, you may disagree. I disagree. But if you want to lead, you have to meet them where they are. You may think, but they're wrong. Do you want to influence them or not? They're human like you. You believe things that other people think are crazy. You say it's just cloth. Even if they disagree with you, they should still just wear it. It's just a piece of cloth. Well, just going where they are, mentally empathizing with them, is itself less material than a piece of cloth. It's just to think a little differently. If you believe them wearing the cloth will save lives, 
then you empathizing will save lives. Imagine their world. Really empathize. Go into their space and get to the place where wearing a mask doesn't make sense. If you don't do that and you just tell them, science, end of story, do you see how that makes someone want not to listen to you? How do you address their concern that concentrating power, even if it saves lives here and now, might result in a political outcome that they fear tomorrow? If you don't, you're dismissing their values. From their perspective, they're considering more than you, not less. You, to them, sound ignorant. You haven't considered maybe the scientists don't get it. Maybe the scientists, even if they're right, it could lead to an outcome that they don't want. How do you know that they're wrong? Is it possible that they're right? Did Marx expect Stalin? Because that's what happened. Again, from their perspective, to say it's just a piece of cloth conjures up, I think this is totally fair to say, conjures up saying a yellow star or a pink triangle that they had to wear in Germany was just a piece of cloth. They were just pieces of cloth. Now, if you hear me saying this and you think it doesn't deserve comparison with Nazis, you don't think that they've been compared to Nazis from people who sound just like you. Have you compared people you disagree with Nazis? Maybe you haven't, but have you condemned people you agree with who did because there are plenty who have? If not, how is their comparison less warranted or less immune from condemnation from their perspective? I'm not saying you have to agree with them, but if you want to influence them, if you want to save lives, if, that's, if your goal is to save lives, why would you not show empathy and compassion and see the world from their perspective? Recognize that you may sound to them like an ignorant person who hasn't learned from an abundance of history, a tool of powerful forces you could be, or just naivete, who may be right in this one place, but could be wrong overall, and even if right, may be sleepwalking into an often repeated historical blunder. I don't see it that way. I'm not saying I do, but at least I understand it. It makes sense to me that someone could see things that way. Now let's look at you. I'm not sure if this is exactly you, but people who are saying just wear the mask and acting on science. However clear the science is on on a mask, the science is more overwhelmingly clear that Americans pollute and emit greenhouse gases far beyond sustainable limits. If you're American, you almost certainly are polluting more than sustainable, and you almost certainly communicate that people should pollute less while you don't you probably want industries to stop, coal mining, for example. And that would mean huge sacrifices to others' lives, but you aren't sacrificing. This view is very common, and I think it's pretty accurate. From my perspective, your pollution is like not wearing a mask. What does it sound like to you if I say to you, you're flying for vacations like not wearing a mask? You could go someplace by train or even bicycle. When did you last order takeout or something from Amazon you knew would entail unnecessary packaging that you paid for anyway? because it was convenient. When did you last buy bottled beverage? You know, humans lived on nothing but water after mother's milk for hundreds of thousands of years. Yet today, we all need bottled water. You probably push back on me and say, Josh, these things are necessary. I have to fly. It's a part of life. Bottled water sometimes, not such a big deal. You consider those changes too big for you to not fly. Maybe that's the domain of government and corporations, but your actions still make a non-zero difference. You can save lives, but you haven't acted if you're the typical American who pollutes way over the IPCC recommendations. My core message also says that when you change, you'll find that you like it more, that when you start acting more in stewardship, you'll like the results, you'll enjoy it, you'll wish you had started earlier. But you probably don't believe me. Otherwise, you'd fly less than I do and create less garbage than I do or pick up more litter than I do. But you keep doing your equivalent of not wearing your mask. I suspect that right now you're probably saying, Josh, get off your high horse. Stop telling me what to do. If so, now you get how they hear you. For you to want to change your behavior, you first have to change your beliefs, often your community, because if you change more than they did, the members of your community, 
you'd have to explain why you didn't, say, visit your mom on the West Coast or decline coffee or whatever beverage someone offered you in disposable bottles or cups. I'm beyond saying it's just a piece of cloth. I'm telling you from experience of myself and everyone has acted that you will love the change, but you don't do it. If you're a typical American, you know plenty of things that you could do and you're not doing them to reduce your environmental impact to save lives, just like wearing a mask would save lives. You probably have your rationalizations or excuses that if I understood them, I would finally shut up about being so high and mighty, misunderstanding that it might be easy for me, but it's harder for you. Now you know what it feels like for them when you say, just wear a mask. As I see it, here are your choices if you say it's just a piece of cloth and science is all there is to it. There seem to be three options. Option one is to remain inconsistent. We all are in many ways. You can say they should follow your values when you want them to, but you don't follow your own values when you feel it's too much of a burden. That's an option. Option two, you can accept that putting a mask on one's face is more than just a piece of cloth for them, just as reducing your environmental impact is more to you than I say it is. And you can drop the pretense that science is all there is to it because you've done that for yourself, assuming you're polluting something like the average American. Option three, you can apply the values you apply to them about saving lives. And if you think they should believe you, then perhaps you should believe me. I just decided one day to try a year without flying when I thought my life required flying just as much as you think yours does. Same with avoiding packaged food. I didn't think I could make it. Now it's some of the best stuff in my life. You think you have it harder. Do you think it was easy for me to, to stop flying or to stop packaged food? Up yours. Acknowledge it's not just a piece of cloth from their perspective or follow the signs yourself. Dropping your arguments keeping you from doing what I do. Or keep telling others to do what you don't and push away the people you're trying to enlist to save lives. You're part of this pattern too. If you want to save lives, empathizing with people you disagree with, if you want to influence them, that's what works. People don't listen to people who don't empathize with them, who don't understand them, who don't make them feel understood. The opportunity here is to achieve both. Developing the skill of empathizing with people you disagree with, I get, it's hard. It's really difficult. I say it now like it's easy for me. It's not. I constantly find myself thinking I should really empathize with this person, and I don't. It's just too painful. I just feel like I'm right and they're wrong. But they're not thinking they're wrong and I'm right. They think they're right. So can I get to a place where not I have to agree with them, but at least I understand or can see their perspective? You can develop that skill and you can change your behavior to increase sustainability. Changing your beliefs is hard. You have to change a lot. They do, you do. When you do though, at least regarding stewardship of nature, I can tell you from experience that you will find that you like the change. Our ancestors lived in nature. They didn't live in jet planes. They didn't live in plastic factories. They didn't live in dumps. All the great things in life that you want of satisfaction and achievement and adventure and family and, and so on, that's all available to us without all this flying around and the burning the fossil fuels. Anyway, back to the top issue. If you say to someone, just wear a mask, it's just a piece of cloth, it's denigrating, it's, it's taking what they value and it's just shoving it down. If you say it's just a piece of cloth, then you're saying their highest value or at least a high value of theirs is worth nothing to you. The more that you say it's just a little thing, the more that you're saying my little thing is more important than your big thing. Why does anyone want to listen to someone who says what you value I think is less than a piece of cloth? I'd love to see people who say it's just a piece of cloth. Go to people and say, really, why do you not wear it? And wait until getting an answer. Not trying to argue with them. Find out. That would be a very interesting exercise. It costs very little. A little bit of time, but you might make a friend. That's my lesson on leadership through empathy, especially when you want to lead people you disagree with. It's hard. It can be done.